0: 97.1 FM Talk
1: Podcast. This hour of the Mark Reardon Show is sponsored by Gamma Tree Experts. Your trees deserve the best care. Call Gamma Tree Experts.
2: Gosh, as much effort as Sue is putting into her NCAA tournament bracket, <laughs> and she's got Howard winning it all. She thinks it's just like what, this guy named Howard who's going to win it all. I, I really, you know what, though? Hmm. You're you, I I stay up. Like, Fred and I, we follow this stuff. Yeah. There's no way I can tell you I'm going to do better in a bracket challenge than you because some of this sometimes is a crap shoot.
3: It really is, isn't it? And, and you know there will be upsets. So you have to throw a few of those in there, right? Well, I think there's going to be
2: likely a lot of upsets only because what's happened with the uh, transfer portal is you have, like, Mizzou's a good example of a team, and Marquette is another good example. Marquette may be a better example up in Milwaukee. They're a two-seed. They were picked not unlike Mizzou, to pick the bottom, you know, third of the Big East. And they's, they've exceeded expectations. But we have a bracket. We're going to do them and see how we all do here on the show as well,
3: right? <laughs> did you pick a national champion? I did, but I don't feel good about it. Well, who, who is it? Indiana. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, they're— Here's bad. what I like. I liked the idea of West Virginia playing Virginia, and I liked the idea of uh, Texas A&M <laughs> playing Texas. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> okay. Well, she's got little uh, got, geographical yeah, reasons.
2: I got ideas. I got uh, ideas. Fred, who you got a national champion? I, I haven't.
1: I haven't picked yet. I'm gonna
2: look what, at who's it. Who's yours, Mark? Well, it's it for me. It's really hard to pick against Alabama. I just think that even though they have a you know murderer on their team, essentially. They're just really good and they showed it against Mizzou on Saturday. But Brandon Miller, who if if you don't know the story, there were you know, there was something that happened. He was the one who brought the gun to his player, his former player who uh, is now charged with murder. Two other people are charged with murder. He got off scot free, oh, and Nate Oates and the whole university acted like nothing happened. But they are <laughs> the reason that they acted like nothing happened is because they might win a national championship. Yeah. Let's face it. But they they are really good. I think um, not in my bracket. I haven't seen Houston play enough. I know people love Houston. Fred, uh, Ku, uh, I, I would think has a really good yeah, chance, I like but KU. they, you know. Took a poop over the weekend as well, so we'll have to see. <laughs> I don't know what why happens. that made me laugh, but it did. Fred um, did a. I'm so confused about this. So you told I me last so am week. I. Yeah. Okay. Let's see if we can get this straight before we get to Sue's news. You. Um, Boy, he's he's out of his comfort zone. I've way, known him for seventeen out. years now, and he's out yes. of the comfort zone. Yes. Traveling, he was just in Las Vegas. Uh-huh. All kinds of exciting things. I even think he's going to take like, aren't you taking a summer vacation? Oh yeah, these a things long are one. unheard of. Aren't you going to Alaska? Right. Yeah, for that's two weeks. it. Like we've never. Hey, I've nobody never seen told this. Me. But you also did. He tells me last week I'm doing a
3: five k. I'm like, wait, you're doing a five k? Yeah, I did the. same. I had the same conversation that you did. Uh, <laughs> it turns out that his wife, the runner of the half marathon. uh, talked him into a 5k which turns out to actually be a 5 mile run over the weekend. Oh, she
1: always knew it was a 5 mile but you run. you didn't because I didn't. We, I just thought 5k, 5 miles. Well, we both agreed because I don't because do it enough to really care. You
2: even said you goes 5 5k, that's not much and I'm like, yeah, that's not. Yeah, it's no, 3, miles. three miles. You miles. You can you can walk run 3 miles, that's possible, but right. it was actually 5 miles. It was
1: 5 miles and it was it was fine. I pretty much did what I thought I would do today. I, I walked up hills. I ran downhill. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, What, take you about three hours. And I finished. Oh no, no! I finished while they were they were still there. People were still behind. Which one me. was this? This was the one downtown. It well, was St. Patrick's oh, Day. They were,
3: they, yeah, Patrick's they had it all day. set yeah, up Saint down Patrick's here. here. That's yeah. right. I'm gonna um, look up your time. Saying, no, don't hey, do that. Can you do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh like really? Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. Okay. Was so, it chipped? I assume it was chipped. Yeah, yeah. It was. Fred, it's
1: okay. You're not. My wife I mean, finished one second d- ahead of me. Did you train at all? Oh no, not at all. Yeah, right.
2: So not why? Even are you once. Okay, wait. Your wife only finished a second ahead of you. Why is that? Because we stayed together. Oh well, wasn't
1: that nice That's of her to slow very things sweet. down? Wasn't it's it? Very that sweet. was nice. I think she held back a lot. Has
2: she always been a
1: runner? No, no. She's just picked that up. Right. In the last year or so. Why? What a horrible thing to take up late she in life. She
3: is trying to get herself in shape. That's a good go.
1: thing. But I don't know.
2: I've, I've done the running thing a couple of times over my life, and it's just, just so boring. I it had, it had it I just, had
1: real trouble throughout the whole, tiring too, the I whole found. hour, at least <laughs> yes. the hour that it took, hour plus that it took me, to shake this 85-year-old guy. Every time I thought I had I'd had done well, oh, really? he was like Listen. right next to me again
3: saying, you're doing great. Yeah. I'm I'll telling you, cheerleader. That's you good. cannot judge a book by its no, cover in a no. race, in a foot race. You just can't. It's incredible, the people who
2: can move. So what, you, you signed up for the uh, Go St. Louis Marathon now,
1: Fred? Uh, no, I think the next one's something they're doing at the zoo. Is your wife going to do a marathon? She did the half in Vegas.
3: Is I don't she think gonna... she's
1: ever going to do okay. a full marathon. Yeah, That seems- She's like so me. have you
3: done marathons? No, I have done probably 13 or 14 halves. And then, and people who I run with say at the end, don't you think, yeah, I could keep going? Nope. And the serious ones always think at the end, oh, that was easy. Let's just keep going. Have you done, you've done centuries on your bike? Yeah. Okay. Um, which
2: is- Wait, no. You've never done 100 miles? Over two days. Yeah, that doesn't does count. Does that count? No, it doesn't no. count. No, so no, no's the answer. That. So I've done, I've done, I, I think, a dozen centuries. You well, know, then you
3: know what I'm talking about. I do
2: from this standpoint, because I don't ever remember doing one on my bike where I didn't get to the 80, the 85 mile <laughs> mark and say, what in the hell yes! am I doing? It's like yes! the last 10, 15 miles forget well, it but yeah. I have a very hard and fast rule on the running especially the marathons and the half marathons anything that makes you uh you know poop your pants and your nipples bleed
1: uh-uh. <laughs> yes yeah, i'm see, done 13, with it I'm out
3: no nothing bleeds see I, yeah, I had, right exactly
1: yeah. I had um no problem doing this I mean it was fine when it was over but the next day like the next 24 hours my hips hurt and I guess it's because I haven't run since.
2: You think? Maybe Gee, high school. Wow, that's weird.
1: I know. And now my calves hurt a little bit. You should play racquetball
2: like I did. You wouldn't be able to move for four days because you're doing those <laughs> lateral movements. But yeah, you should come on, man. Get to the MAC with me. We'll do a little uh, workout, Fred. I like that. All right. <laughs> we got to get that on video, <laughs> oh, I think. Boy.
0: These allegations are deeply
4: concerning. Does the president have any comments? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. No, 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 no.
0: And now, Sue's Sue's News. Brought to you by Sue. Well,
3: fortunately for Fred, the the only thing i found so far, are the 2009 results. Oh, Fred, good. you're not in there. No, no. good. Okay. But 2009 <laughs> yeah, results. I Google it and it comes up and I'm thinking, boy, there's no bottomer in here. I can't find either here. <laughs> okay, it's 2009. <clears throat> in Sue's news, Oscars night, don't care. But I was happy for Jamie Lee Curtis, who I kind of liked her and I liked her speech. Because uh, you could just watch it the day after, do the highlights of who you like, and then you're done. Everywhere, uh, one of the few original movies, of course. So, of course, it won. That's what I thought. Fred, what did you think when it won? Did you just think, uh, well, I... was,
1: I, I was happy because it's rare these days that I actually see a winner.
3: Yeah, So yeah. it was kind of cool that well, I saw a fair. film that won. Uh, I was amused by this win of a Razzie. Okay, worst screen couple, Tom Hanks and his latex-laden face in Elvis. <laughs> That's pretty. That's actually pretty clever. Although I did like that movie a lot. Uh, I was highly ent- entertained by that. Um, so that was the worst for the Razzies. The, uh, the
1: what was the other film that that won a couple things? That we had the director on or the producer. All quiet on the Western Front. Yeah, yeah. that won a couple. Of yeah.
3: yeah, sure did. Uh, also, 47 years ago today on this day in history in 1976, The Four Seasons. Out of Nowhere, return to the top of the Billboard 100 with this song. It's a December 1963. Wait, there was a reason for that, right? What am I, what am I missing here? Well, they had been, uh, you know, the four seasons were really not a 70s group. 60s. And the fact that they, yeah, they were a 60s group, and the fact that they... Suddenly hit it again in 1976 was a big deal. But what,
2: was there okay, something? The, what was the impetus for that? Guess oh, I'm guessing. Oh, you asking. mean the song? What drove them back into the, the oh, number one I position don't know. or whatever? Because there had to have been. Was it in a movie or something like that?
3: I don't think it was. Okay.
2: Uh, it because just I, I remember this was. A, I love this song. actually. I do too. And it's a great song. And you know the whole uh, the Jersey Boys thing is pretty entertaining. Right? Yeah, I've seen it that a is. couple of times. Me too. It's a great show
3: really is a great show. It's a great show. Better show when you see
2: a good cast, but that's true with, no. with anything, right?
3: Yeah. And on this day in history, 31 years ago, I can't believe this was 31 years ago, but in 1992, My Cousin Vinny was released.
0: Is it possible
3: to two youths. Uh, uh, youths? To what? Uh, what was that word? Uh, what
0: word?
1: To what? What? Did you say Utes?
0: Yeah, two youths. What is a ute?
3: Oh, excuse me,
0: Your Honor. Two youths.
2: <laughs> Herman Munster <laughs> was the judge, right? Yes. <laughs> That was oh. such a great movie, and one oh. of the other great things about that, we can tie it in with the Oscars, because I, I thought this was a key victory for Best Supporting Actress, because Marissa Tomei made that movie she did. better than it would have been with a whip-smart, totally. you know, very funny performance, and I loved that the Academy saw yes. the wisdom in, in rewarding that, because she did win yes. that year, didn't she? I
3: believe she did. Yeah. Uh, you're absolutely right, because I watched different clips of this to pick out a— a uh, soundbite, and I totally agree with that. Uh, by the way, yesterday when all the golf was on, I went onto YouTube and watched the 1986 Masters with Jack Nicklaus and the amazing comeback when he was 46 and he won the thing. It was awesome. Since I didn't really understand, know any of the leaderboard, well, maybe Jason Day, but. I really enjoyed going back and you know, watching Scotty the leaderboard. Scotty Scheffler
2: was up there yesterday. There were a lot of names that were very unusual at the top of that leaderboard. Yeah, there and were. Boy, that that golf course can be humbling on those last few holes, Oof. and that did happen to uh, a few. The island hole is epic. That's seventeen. Wasn't as many in the water Saturday and Sunday as there were. Thursday and Friday, but it was a fun fun tournament to watch for the most part. Scheffler started running away with it, but where where did you find Jack that on Nicholas YouTube? can handle it, man.
3: You just find that on YouTube? I did, because oh. I loved him, and uh, I just wanted to watch the whole thing, and they have the whole thing on there. They have the entire three hours of the final day of the Masters in 1986, and it's incredible. Uh, okay, we've got men's uh, NCAA tournament beginning tomorrow. Wait a minute. Is it tonight that SEMO plays? They take on Texas A&M Corpus Christi. I thought it was tomorrow. But yeah, was- and Let's, you're, let's you're right after. it begins tomorrow at 5 40 our time and uh that's the first one that you can see so 5 40 tomorrow you can watch semo why not and see how they do uh if you may have heard you may or may not have heard this did you know they're doing a flintstones reboot uh, look at abby's face <laughs> like
1: uh like a cartoon, cartoon or live action okay cartoon okay, cool
3: and Elizabeth Banks is working on it, and she's not calling. it, You can't call it the Flintstones. She's calling it Bedrock. Uh, Elizabeth is voicing Pebbles, and the rest of the cast was announced over the weekend. Stephen Root, who to me is the best as far as voice people He's go, be Fred. he is going to be Fred. Amy Sedaris as Wilma. Interesting. And uh, we're going to see how it is. But, but why? 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 I, why I, would we would don't do know the why. We why, have why zero the, idea. Uh, one? Yeah. Can we come up with anything new? Apparently Is this not. a movie, though?
2: No, it's a cartoon. It's a sh- okay. Yeah. Just watch the old one. That's what I did with my daughter. She loved it. What'd you say? It, I watched the old, the oh, original. Yeah. There's, There's nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with it. It's, it's great. It held up quite a bit. I bought Seasons on Amazon, and I was, I'm was i always wondering with uh, with those old shows, will they hit? She loved The Jetsons, too. Oh, that's interesting. Those are interesting. the two that, yeah. that sort of resonated.
1: Who's the voice of Fred Flintstone? Steven Root.
3: And what has he done? He is fantastic. Well, you know him from Office Space. Hey, damn it. He camp. was
1: it wasn't he in Veep. He was
3: also? on King of the Hill. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fantastic voice over. Am I on thinking there. about him for Veep, too? Oh, I don't know, because I, I didn't watch Veep. Okay. Uh he was um Maybe I'm confusing him with somebody else. Let's see. Look him up. He was on News Radio for a while. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking. He was yeah. on News Radio. Did you watch that, Fred? No, I didn't. Oh my goodness. I, I don't should've... know what to do with yeah, you. I think I'm wrong about Veep. Uh, OK. But news radio, absolutely. He that was, was great. so great in that. A new study. Now, this is depressing. A new study found America's collective IQ may might be dropping for the first time in nearly a century. It normally goes up about three points per decade. IQs tend to go up generation to generation. It's called the Flynn effect. In the last 90 years, they've increased on an average about three points per decade. But a study at Northwestern and the University of Oregon found the trend may have stalled out since 2006 or even reversed. The biggest change they saw was in kids. I know, crowd. Yeah, we're getting dumber, okay? But well, there's no yep. doubt about that. <laughs> There's just no way that you could argue it. But they found a slight dip in IQs across all age groups, even adults. That includes being worse at problem solving, math skills, verbal reasoning. And uh, I'm sure the pandemic did not help it at all. So kids were highly were really affected by that as well. One quick note here. Dan
2: Reardon says, Sue Thomas, and, and he told me this recently, but that was his first Masters, 1986, that he covered. Was it really? Yeah, he's almost, he at, got he's to see almost that? at the 40-year mark at uh, covering the Masters. A few more, oh, yeah.
3: That's awesome. Then I went down a rabbit hole and started watching Chrissy Everett play tennis when she was oh, 16 see, that would be kind against of Billie Jean King. Right. It was incredible. YouTube. It's unbelievable. And finally, in Sue's news, so we you have- you just put that on the TV and watch it on yeah, the TV? Okay. yeah, because right, these new go. smart TVs, yeah. you can no, just I throw it up I've there. I've heard it's, about those. Oh, yeah, you've got 82 <laughs> of them. I forget. Fred, do you have it on your TV? Uh, no, I don't. Well, maybe you could- yeah. I don't think I have a smart TV. That, they're Cut. not expensive, Fred. You, seriously. Fred, have it's you time. bought a
2: TV in the last 10 years? Yeah, but okay, I don't you think have it's a smart, a smart TV. TV. Come on. Really? No. really? Yeah, yeah. Where really? w- the apps are not built into the TV? I don't no. know. 10 years might
3: I be. I don't believe you. Try it in the last three. When's the last time you bought a TV? 10 years ago.
1: Uh, six years ago or so? Oh. It, it probably it would been there. It would have yeah. been there, Fred.
3: Yeah. Even the cheap TVs. Yeah. Okay. Even Abby's saying. So, well, I know. I, that... I have a
1: smart TV, just not a smart yeah. owner. <laughs>
3: well, <laughs> well I don't let's know. face
2: it, the pattern has been established here. You, <laughs> okay. thought, you thought
3: you were running 3.2 miles and you ran five, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and finally, it sues news today's random fact. Only three movies have won all of the Big Five Oscars Best Picture, Director, Actor, Actress, and either Best Adapted or Original Screenplay. They are. Can you name any of them? Anyone? Anyone? Where's my bell? Wait, no. say it again. Well, I was thinking can about Can you name else. one movie that has won all of the Big Five Best Picture, Director, Actor, Actress, either Best Adapted or Original oh, Screenplay? Wow.
1: Maybe Titanic?
3: That is a good guess, but that is incorrect. Yeah. I don't know much about the Oscars. I don't know. Godfather? Silence of the Lambs. Okay. One flew over the cuckoo's nest, and it happened one night with Clark Gable. Randomly. You gotten that, yeah. yeah. And there you have it. All right, Sue Thomas, thank you
2: very much. We're going to come back. I'm very excited. Neil Salsick is going to join us. He has a band here in St. Louis, the Mighty Pines. He's extremely talented, so much so that when he was on The Voice, he kicked off the show a week ago tonight, got a four-chair turn, and he is in the The competition, his life has changed, safe to say, even in the past week. Neil's going to join us next on 97.1 FM Talk. Oh, yeah. That's Neil Sausick from the Mighty Pines. He's a St. Louis guy. And there he was on The Voice kicking off this new season a week ago last night. And he is in. Blake Shelton is his coach. He's going to tell us all about it. He's with us this afternoon. Neil Sosick, a four-chair turn. How about that? I'm still
4: a little uh, speechless. Mark. I'm still a little shocked. And it's nice to be reminded of it. So thank you.
2: Well, it's funny because I can't even remember. I, this is what I've said about you recently. And I and you have good excuses recently because you got bombarded with all kinds of messages. But I've, I've referred to you as sort of someone who texts me back about at the same time that my children do, my adult children, which means <laughs> it takes days and days. And I remember texting you. I might have even been texting you about golf in the fall because you told me that you started playing golf. And then you said, oh, I'm in L.A. doing this voice thing. And I think I assumed at the time, and you corrected me, that you were going to be potentially on last season, but you were recording. That's when some of this took place in the fall, right?
4: Yeah, that's right. I, I remember you uh, texting me something like, I've got my popcorn ready and I'm ready to watch or something. Yes. And uh, I was like, well, Mark, you're going to have to wait about six months. Yeah. My
2: so w- was that, you know, because you've, in, in fairness, you've known that you had that four-chair turn for several months, right? Yes, I have. And you've had to have kept it quiet all this time. <laughs> did, did you? Did, I know. Were you able to tell anyone? Did you tell family members or anybody?
4: Um, I of course yes. There's some some family members, some very close friends. Um, you know, and I got excited back in the start, and I, that's why I was telling you I was in LA doing the voice. And then once once the actual audition happened, and I knew it was going to be so big, I realized okay, I better just keep this keep this tight because when people do experience it on tv it's really going to blow their minds and i think it did
2: i think it did too it was great why would you choose that song by the way one of the things i've said about you because and and remind me the name when i did that charity event last year and you were with that 70s and 80s act with um who was was brian owens yeah brian boy you and you did you didn't do all the songs that night but man you have so much versatility which is why i think you're perfect for the voice here but you went with hank williams senior why that song you know,
4: I've always, when I hear that recording, the original recording, which I think was, uh, man, you know, late 40s, early 50s, it, it's just amazing to me how uh, fired up it gets me. And I call it my rage music, like as in my party music, because I don't know. It's just, it's just, if you can kind of transport yourself back when you hear those old recordings and, and feel how how groovy and how kind of, uh, current it was when it when it came out it just it just electrifies me and excites me so much so I you know with that's why I was excited about it and then also I just wanted to definitely at some point during the show and it just happened to be first put put a country foot out you know and then I'm excited to you know display some other. Um, ranges, yeah. some other genres.
2: Absolutely. So do they tell you, I mean, is it really truly, I don't even know how much you can say about this. You get out there, you have to pick a, a coach, right? And you have to pick between Kelly, well, Kelly was blocked by, by Blake, which was funny. Uh Chance the Rapper, Niall Horan, and Blake, the king of the voice. Do they tell you, do they guide you in a direction or is it truly you get out there and you have to make a decision?
4: Oh no, you, you just get out there and see what happens, man. I, you know, uh, even I don't know all the secrets of this show and, and exactly what kind of, you know, happens behind closed doors. But, but I do know that there's, there's definitely a strong element of, of true, you know, live TV in the sense that it's like it, it's just people up there singing and, and the coaches are, are truly kind of reacting to what they're hearing. So there's, there's, a, there's a spontaneity for sure that, that is unscripted.
2: So did you get to hang with, uh, uh, maybe I should ask, what's next? Were there other parts that were filmed in the fall, or now is it all about the live shows, or I guess the the next rounds, the battle rounds, I forget what they call them, but have those taken place yet? You know,
4: I can't say too much more at this point, but but obviously I made it through my audition, and there will, you know, without a doubt, be another round so folks can can watch me sing
2: all right i figured i'd get an answer like that neil sasek who has a great band here in st louis the mighty pines he's been on the show before he is on the voice he had a four chair turn blake shelton is his coach how much has life changed in just one week neil
4: oh man i w- could i was talking to someone today and I, I realized that that was only one week ago i mean today's monday i yeah. i truly that's insane man so so a, a lot of things have changed. Maybe my day-to-day life hasn't changed, but I can feel it changing. There's just this, um, you know, I, I, I'm like too stressed out to even open my email right now, because every time I do there's, there's all these wonderful gig offers coming in, which it's a great problem to have, but there's just, you know, there's just a lot of incoming information right now. And I am i think the best thing for me is to kind of just bite off what I can chew and, and still, try to live, you know, my own life, whatever that, whatever that used to look like or whatever. That that kind of helps me just stay grounded.
2: So what why did you I thought this was interesting. I saw somebody um, last week who posted this on on Facebook and I, I mentioned this on the show on Friday. I thought this was interesting. I'd love to get your um, opinion. There's a guy named John Parker. I don't know John. Do you know John cuz he said Generally speaking, I do I did, know John. Yeah. So his message was, I detest music game shows where the winner gets a contract, goes on the road, makes a mockery of everything I hold sacred. And then he goes on to say, but this silly crap that all started with American Idol is here to stay and ain't going nowhere. And we got locally based musicians who blow most of these folks out of the water, who likely get sick of watching people get a lot of attention. So, I, you know, I've spoken with, with some people here who have been really qualified to go on the uh the voice and Emily Walls comes to mind. You probably know Emily mm-hmm. who just maybe has decided to go in a different direction. But your your band comes out with a great record a few years ago. The pandemic hits, sort of, you know, stunts that to a certain extent. How do you make a decision to to go down this path? Because it is a different path, but to John's point, it's one that's working for a lot of people.
3: Yeah, I don't
4: I don't know. It was a mix of a lot of things and I think I remember watching The Voice during at some time during the pandemic, you know, shut down life, where I certainly had a lot more nights off and was and was in watching TV. And so, you know, it was a, it was a combination of just like where I was in my life, maybe, and, and and watching these people on TV. Like I was watching these great performances and just thinking to myself, well, number one. That's ins- that's exciting me and inspiring me. And I just love what is ha- what I'm seeing on TV. Uh, and then number two, oh, I think that I can do that, too. Or I know I can do that, too. So it, I don't know. It just it was more almost in a way out of boredom. I've never really realized that and not real boredom, but just life was so uh, insular for so yeah. long for the last couple of years. And, and I just I don't know, it gave me the time to realize, well, why not? I had no real reason To not do it.
2: So when you get up there, I always look just because, and I don't think you and I have ever really talked about, I I had, and I mentioned this on the air more recently, pretty severe anxiety, depression, and I've always had a little bit, and it's weird because I, you know, talk on the radio, a little stage fright as well, especially if I do speeches, but I can't imagine that you you wouldn't, you know, walk onto that stage with four pretty big stars and their backs turned and not be a little freaked out.
4: Yeah, that's an interesting, uh, that's an interesting question because man, I definitely was nervous, but I feel like since I was out there in L.A. preparing for this for weeks before the actual audition, I think I just had time to maybe work through that and just feel kind of like I've been cooped up in this hotel room just waiting, you know, waiting around. So by the time I actually walked on stage, yeah, I was very zen and, and I was surprised by that, but. That's and the, I, don't,
2: I don't. A lot of people, I would ask this question too, because for you it was different. But there are people who go through that that audition, and maybe they don't even get a chair turn. Well, maybe they don't get a chair turn, but maybe they don't get that chair turn to the end of the song. And I can't even imagine. But, but you is the opposite. They start, you know, flipping those chairs around. That's got to energize you a little bit. You know, they're doing it.
4: Yeah, man. I. It's it's so funny because this the song is only really ninety seconds long, believe it or not. Uh, the actual performance. Um, and it felt like it felt like Blake turned right away. But I, when I rewatched it, he waited after one verse, which still wasn't very long. But it, it, in my brain, I don't think uh, you know when I was up there, it felt like I I just <laughs> sung a few words and boom, there he was. Uh, so he turned around, and I was I remember immediately feeling so relieved because that's really just like the, the minimum – you know that's the qualifying factor that I needed to make it all worth it. But then you know the cheers started coming, and I, I remember kind of, in a way, losing, um, not losing consciousness, but losing, like, coherent thought, you know, kind of, like, I I was mostly focused on just trying to keep singing and (laughs) make it to the end, because I'm thinking, oh, my God, Kelly Clarkson, you know, I've seen her face right now, oh, my God, Chance the Rapper's turning around, oh, my God, I have four chairs, you know, it's just a lot uh, to think about while you're still trying to spit out the words to a song.
2: Well, you know, I was kind of, kind of secretly uh, hoping for Chance the rapper. Nothing against Blake; I love Blake, but I thought that would be cool. And he, he was making a run at you there, Neil. So he tried real hard to get you on his team, didn't he?
4: He did, and I was so uh, surprised by that, and, and truly, truly flattered. And I've actually become a big fan of his now. You know, like I'm, I'm sitting at home listening to like old Hank Williams vinyl records. So I get out there to LA, and I don't have the best uh, pulse of pop music and, and you know contemporary music, so it's it's actually been really reinvigorating and inspiring. To uh, Chance is just one example of new artists, I've kind of thought to myself, wow, this is really cool stuff. And I'm kind of excited about, um, mo- you know, modern music right now. And you now.
2: can't, and he can't, Neil can't say what's going to happen next, but one of the things that does, or at least potentially can happen on the voice is if you, um, you know, get to one of those, what's the next thing? Is it called the battle round? I can't remember. Um, or is, is that the yeah. second step? So somebody, a coach, eventually, if you get, you know, knocked off a team and you know Blake decides to go with someone else, another coach can steal you potentially. So that, you know, you never know. You might end up on Chance the Rapper's team before this is all over. One thing that you told me that I wanted to make sure we addressed just because you can kind of feel it and how good it's gotten, but you said that the musicians, the band, with this production, just outstanding, top-notch, right?
4: Oh, absolutely. Uh, that's kind of, it's not really shown on TV. You know, that's not what the show's about. But I just want viewers to know that, uh, you know, the quality of the music that's produced, it may be, you know, eyes and it, it's very glossy on screen but there's a re, you know all of these singers on the show are singing to a real band that's playing live with them i mean there's no do-overs it's, it's just it's 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 definitely live music so it's pretty cool and looking up the resumes of these band members you know and who they've toured with and and who what what sort of crazy artists they've been the musical directors for. It it was so exciting. So just to be in the same room as them and to kind of observe them and then and then have them look at me like, okay, kid You're not so bad. You know, that was, um, man, I'm so, so grateful for that. Oh, my
2: God. I'm so excited for you. And I I told you the other night, man, watch out for Kala, who did the Joni Mitchell song. She seems like she's pretty talented, too. But (laughs) keep keep us posted on the next steps. I can't wait to see, you know, how this progresses throughout the spring. Neil Salsic, who is with the Mighty Pines, you could, can we follow you? Are you on the social media everywhere? You got to give the uh, handles
4: out. Yes, yes. Uh, Neil Salsic is on Instagram. And on Facebook, that's what I've – you know what? I'm on Twitter now, too. I, I, um, I'm i behind that. the curve. I've, I'm on that. Twitter. I've made some tweets, so I I need to keep up with that. And I even made a TikTok handle, which I have posted zero content to. But, yes, anywhere people can type in my name, they can find me.
2: Good luck, dude. We're rooting for you here, and I can't wait to see what's next. Thank you, Neil. Hey, thanks, Mark.
4: Yeah, I'm
2: Sometimes on a Monday or Friday, I know exactly where I'm going with Frank Cusimano, but there was so much that happened over the weekend. I'll let you pick. How are you, Frank?
0: Real good. I think the big story is just that display of football passion by our St. Louis fans yesterday. Mark, I was in the stadium for every greatest show on turf game, and I swear to God, yesterday on the first third down uh, by Arlington, that was as loud as I've ever heard. There were thirty-eight thousand three hundred there in the stands. It's just amazing. They may even go more than that next Saturday night. These these sports fans in this town, and they go watch a Blues team that's going nowhere. Twenty thousand watch that game last night. Then next Saturday, St. Louis City SD twenty-two thousand. It's it's amazing. St. Louis SC three
2: and zero on the season, Frank.
0: Yeah, and uh, I talked with uh, Lutz Fannin today. He is um, the guy who put it all together, and this is not surprising him. I said, I said to him, I said, before the season, if I say you go seventeen and seventeen, have a five hundred year with an expansion team, which would be really, really something unique. Would you take it? No way. Because I knew we've been putting this team together for a long time. I knew we would be really good. And he says, you know, we've had some lucky goals, but we've outplayed everybody we play so this is this is not a a, like a three-week aberration i don't think i think they have been really good for a long time
2: yeah that's awesome um and my understanding is portland's pretty good right they are one of the best teams in the league awesome all right well um we have a little basketball to discuss as well mizzou has a great friday afternoon we did talk uh late on friday uh, they were up against it with Alabama, but look, they hung in there, maybe even a little bit better than I thought, and then they pushed away with, what, about six, seven-minute mark, Alabama had had enough of Mizzou, and then they, they started hitting shots. Uh, I'm looking at some of the, uh, the pre-coverage for this week, Frank, and Utah State's getting a lot of respect out there, so I don't know what to expect.
0: Yeah, in fact, I'm not sure how the 10 seed and Mizzou's the seven is a two-point favorite as we speak, Then that line may change, and may even change in the last eight hours. But um, they're, they're interesting because we had Coach Gates home last night, and they're similar teams in that they both made over 300 three-pointers. They shoot 39% from the field, and Mizzou shoots 38% from three-point country, I should say. So I, I do think Missouri's a little bit more athletic, and I do think Missouri's a little more tested being in the SEC. I like their chances to win on Thursday at 1240 in Sacramento. It's the second game against Arizona, which is scary, because Arizona is so big. And we know that's been Mizzou's kryptonite all season.
2: Yeah, and we, we've had and we had some issues against Arizona in the NCAA tournament over the years. But look, you got to play the games, and, and I think uh, very strongly here. Just looking at this bracket, I know Illinois is um, either an eight or a nine. There, there's enough parity with the transfer portal, and there's some really elite teams. And I put Alabama in that category. I like Marquette right now. They're playing really tough Big East champions. We know how good Houston is, um, Gonzaga. But look, there could be some surprises from the four, five, and six seeds. Throughout this tournament, I would expect that maybe even higher seeds.
0: Yeah, and it's not a, it's not like a, a UCLA or a dominating Duke team. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of teams that can make a run. Like I think this VCU from the Atlantic 10, who beat slew twice and ended their season, could make a run. I have Arizona, Houston, Purdue, and UCLA in my final four, but uh, and I have Purdue winning it all. I think he's a great coach, although they haven't made great runs, and they have the seven-footer and Edie, seven-foot-three in Edie in the middle. I think he's he's the best player in the country.
2: All right. Anything baseball-related as we get very, very close, just a couple of weeks away from actual games?
0: Well, I was in Jupiter last week, and um, a, a couple of things. Uh, Jordan Hicks and Ryan Helsley yesterday were absolutely electrifying. And I'm not sure if there's many teams in baseball that can go like 103 and 102 in the eighth and ninth innings. Now, they've had some injury issues, but what they showed yesterday was really, really impressive. Jordan Walker had the shoulder injury, but it looks like it's really minor. He's been the best hitter in the state of Florida in spring training. I don't know how they can say, well, this is the land of opportunity and have him lead spring training and hitting and not him have him as the starting outfielder. So he's he's really making a run for it. 17 days left to opening day.
2: But, you know, the, what you just said, I think, is very important because there was a lot of panic, I think, that ensued when some of the uh, messaging went out that they were taking him day to day with a shoulder injury. It doesn't look like it's that serious, though.
0: Not, not at all. And by the way, tonight, 9 o'clock, Canada against the United States. So that'll be Tyler O'Neill against Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt. Where is that televised, Frank? ESPN. See, where is that televised? Oh, my, my producer just left the room. I'm not sure. It's, All right, it's we'll find somewhere. it. I'm sure you can pick it up.
2: We will find it, and we will talk to you from our next Fish Fry in Manchester at Seapop on Friday afternoon. Thank you, Frank. All right, buddy. Thank you, sir. Have a great week.
0: Get more at 971talk.com.